Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We'll be falling in love to the rhythm of a steel drum band down in unfeatured articles. Hello and welcome. It's another episode of Unfeatured Articles, the show where we uh, hop on down to the, our good friend Wikipedia, who's like a you know like a big whale that we ride on the back of. I know them personally. And sometimes they've got little grommets, they've got little um, little oysters on there, and we numb on the little oysters on the back of this giant whale that we're all riding on. Who's riding on it? Well, myself, James Keir, joined as always by Curtis Lang. <laughs> yeah, hey. Uh, I'm, well, just bit, I'm just a bit taken aback by sure, that metaphor. Yeah, yeah, it, was, yeah. uh, it was a very good visual. It was metaphor, really strong, I think. actually. I think it, it was, was actually very good. It was really strong. Yeah. Poetic. Lachlan Hoy is here. Uh, hello. And I honestly think that metaphor aligns perfectly with my experience of this <laughs> podcast. <you>. So <laughs> I'm glad. I'm so glad. I'm glad we share. We're, simpat- we're simpatico on that. Well, see, like, the only difference, because, like, you were saying, just as you were mm. about to be like, oh, and it's like, I was going to say, like, a whale with, like, little clams on yep. it. So, yeah. we were close. We were close, you know. Um, and joining us is Grace Shadell. Again? Once again. Back yeah. on the whale. I'm here and I just like whales. Yeah. So. That's the only reason. Same that's page. the only way we could get her on. I heard there'd be whales and I said, oh, we'll get down there then. Yeah. This is Wikipedia. No, it's not. It's not featured articles. This, this, <laughs> is, this Wikipedia. is Wikipedia. This is Wikipedia. Um, hey guys, we wrote an article today. It's called Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Let's I don't know if you guys have it. heard of this thing. My, it's pretty wild. <laughs> my, my pipe dream is to get Wikipedia to sponsor us, but yeah. I just I don't know how likely that is going to be because they keep asking for money. That's yeah. Yeah, it doesn't look like they have they much to spare. They keep asking me for money. They're it's not just specifically me. They go, like, yeah. hey Curtis. And I'm Nobody's, like, how do you know me? Yeah. Wikipedia has never actually asked me for money, which is weird. Wow. Yeah. Mm. It's really just you. I always think about if I should make an account. Like, because I don't have a Wikipedia account, but they have a whole account system. I think I have an account, but I think it might have gotten banned. Because I think I, I was like, I'm going to make an account for real. And then I immediately made some joke edits and got <laughs> banned from Wikipedia. Yeah, that's I how it happens. just now remembered, I made an account in grade nine with my friend Rohan Merchandani. We were at a sleepover. I made a, an account called I Love Dolphins and we replaced the entirety of the article for The View with just random gibberish. Good. <laughs> we deleted the entire article for The View. I mean, it's better that way. I, I mean, think. honestly? I think it's better that way. Yeah. Um, let's go to the orphanage. Now, now, don't be smashing on the on greatest the piece of television in history, <laughs> The View. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg is a visionary. I'm sorry, Whoopi. <laughs> sorry, Whoopi. Sorry, Whoopi. I always forget that Whoopi's listening. Yeah. Sorry, Whoopi. And your name, it's um, it's a real person's name, and you shouldn't be ashamed of it. Yeah. Did you know that it's, like, super made up? It's just, like, not her name. She just, like, made up Whoopi Wait. Goldberg. Her name is, like, Margaret Spencer or something, she like, got stupid like that. She got to choose any name. She, and she, and chose, she chose Whoopi. Whoopi. Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg's gotta name. Gotta respect the game. Yeah. Is, one moment. I mean, it's memorable. It's a memorable name. It's true. Whoopi. We're talking about it. 
my internet's not loading, but it's, it's not Wookie Goldberg. It's, it's Wookie? Karen Wookie Eileen Johnson. <laughs> Karen Eileen Johnson? Eileen. Eileen. That's I, I one of the most Elaine. basic names. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, her name also isn't spelled the way you'd expect it to be. It's uh, C-A-R-Y-N. It's actually spelled uh, W-H-O-O-P-I. Yeah, uh, right, excuse I'm you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so Love sorry. you, Whoopi. I'm so sorry, Mrs. Goldberg. I won't do that again. Uh, let's take a trip to the orphanage. I gave you so much time to set that up. Okay, I didn't... No! You've been off your game recently. I, I'm okay, sorry It's because you shook me. You're right. You're you right. shook me. I took I'm you. so good. I knew right. everything you was. All right. Give it to Let's, me one more time. Uh, hold on. Uh, Lachlan. Uh, yes? You don't know who Freddie Mercury is? <laughs> uh, sorry, who? This is last... <laughs> And let's take it to <laughs> Finish. Good. Um, <laughs> this is where we go to the orphanage, which is the orphaned pages of Wikipedia, the ones that aren't referenced by any other page, and we adopt one. I'm glad we kept that really memorable joke from last Very episode. good. Grace, could you give me a number? 1998. Ooh. Okay. It's the year I was born. True. There you go. So, 1998, mm-hmm. yeah. 1996. Yes. Lachlan? I'm going to go... No, what year were you born? Oh, sorry, I thought we were picking. 1999. No. 1999. Oh, we've got a full suite. Cause, uh, well, we missed 1996. Yeah. Because you were 95. I'm 95. Uh, Rumble and Walla. Let me tell you what 96 was like, though. It was wild. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> wish I was there. You I guys should have been you there. You guys fucking been there. We missed it. Um, Had to be there. Yeah. I mean, you, half the time you were passed out, you were vomiting everywhere. It was, you were wild that year. Only Amen. 96 kids remember. Yeah. You had like boobs in your face. It was crazy. It was like wild. Yeah, man. Um, and you don't even remember half of it. Don't like, remember it's half crazy. of it. Don't remember all of it, actually. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. You must have been out of it. Wild. Yeah. 1996. Ramanwala Hachoka is a village in the Moga district of the Indian state of Punjab. It is approximately, approximately five kilometers. Let me just uh, take that one again. We should do vocal warm-ups. Yeah. Unique New York. It is approximately five kilometers from the village Butar Kalan. And that is it has mainly two pockets. One is called Model Paddy and the other is called simply Hachoka. So that's that's yours. Nice. Simple. Come on to the taste of simple ricks. Lachlan. I'm going to go with... Let's take a look. I'm going to go with 1985, Ooh. the year of Whoopi I've Goldberg's already done that. Breakout role, which I'm not going to do. I've that already done 1985. One second. Sorry, her breakout role is with the color purple, which was. Sorry, one second. Sorry, this is just. This is really important to me. Uh, yeah. Um, let's. I remember, I did 1985 because I was like, no, I remember that. Yeah. 142, which is the number of million dollars that the color purple made. Oh. A movie in which Whoopi and Goldberg <laughs> had a breakout success in 1985. And the year Whoopi Goldberg was born. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Um, so that's in our, it's, it's in our no no zone. It's in our chemical zone. I'm but taking tell it. me the you chemical. Take Just it? tell yeah. me the chemical. C10H14N05PS. Yum. Which yes. is um, may refer to Parathian or Parathian S. What's the difference between Parathian and Parathian S? One has an, an S. S. Fuck yes. Yeah. How cool is that? That's so good. Um, And Curtis? Uh, Chief, I'm going to go the best number that's ever been. One, 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 one. Ooh. 
Tell me what it is. It is the House of Perestiani. What? The House of Perestiani. That that DJ scratch isn't as good as I want it. It's more like a, am I going to get down? It's not like a... Yeah, it's not like like a... a, You wouldn't put that in the middle of your 90s trailer for like, he had it all together. And then... (laughs) uh, The House of Perestiani is a model of background building of the 19th century. Uh, It is... I guess it's like a house. Like it's the, it's at the beginning house? of the 1860s in the modern access, 64... Oh, it has an address. 64 Greek Street in Taganrog, Rostov Oblast. It's a two-story is house which for 1880 belonged to the official uh, Nikolai Afan... Nikolai. Nikolai was there. Nikki, Nikki. He, Nikki built it. He was a native of the wealth, wealthy family of merchants, held a position of the magistrate judge, and was a member of the Artistic Society of Taganrog. Oh, look at Nikki Webster go. Nikki Webster did it all. Uh, she can't, yeah. The house is built of brick. And this was before Strawberry Kisses. I know, right? Born into Russian wealth. Nikki Webster. Oh, come on. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> come on. <laughs> Don't uh, love a good Nikki Webster joke? No, I... You guys hate fun. Look. But we love Nikki Webster. Yeah, That's fair. true. Very, very fair. They're, they're stout Nikki Webster fans. They will not have her name be disgraced in this yeah. house. Do you, guys, do you guys... Okay, again, you guys probably don't... Like, I remember the 2000 Olympics. Mm. Um, I don't. But um, something that I've just... I, I remember watching, but then, like, you read about later. It's yeah. a bit fucked up. Is Remember, do you guys hear about how... Because Nikki Webster came out at the, at the opening ceremony yes. and like sang Strawberry Kisses. Yes. And then at the closing ceremony, they were like, do you guys remember little Nikki Webster? Well, now she's all grown up. Yeah. And Kylie Minogue came out. Oh, wait. Wait, really? What? Yeah. And Kylie Minogue was just grown up Nikki Webster. Ooh. That's, <laughs> that's an odd spin. That's, yeah. That's so weird. That's so weird. Sorry. Okay, look, I'm going to be honest with you guys. This kid got sexy. Yeah. We like, put Nikki Webster in a time machine yeah. and now- She's sexy. Admire her. I know that you guys have told me before, but I still don't know who Nikki Webster is, gang. I'm sorry. I've been missing your strawberry kisses. I just like, I've, like, I know that she sang a song called Strawberry Kisses. Yes. I have no recollection of Nikki Webster. She's our Britney Spears. She is our, Thank she you. is Australia's yeah. Britney Spears. <laughs> Except she, yeah, didn't really have a crisis, but we did over-sexualize her in her yeah. youth. But I guess um, as a result of her lack of crisis, she didn't have the staying power of Right, Britney and Spears, yeah, which now is, we don't know... Well, she just like has a family. I Wikipedia to her the other day. Well, Not dude, the other day. Uh, uh, a twenty-seven remix of Strawberry Kisses came out. I just oh, go- I just googled her, and the first the first picture I clicked on is a picture from the Batuta Advocate, <laughs> uh, which says Nikki Webster implicated in the strawberry tampering crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Do you guys remember the strawberry yeah. tampering crisis? Where she was would just put needles in, in strawberries. Yeah. I was working in fruit and veg at that time. It was a big deal. Yeah, I would Jesus. So. Was, yeah. No, but it was so good because you got like a bunch of strawberries for like two bucks and then as long as you cut them in half you were fine yeah that's true I just had chopped up strawberries on everything for yeah. like a month it was a really easy to navigate crisis oh to totally be yeah and you get some free needles out of it yeah. yeah like come on everyone wins everyone wins for all my sewing should we start the show well we never picked an orphanage oh thing. we didn't you're right and I will say for yeah. anyone for anyone uh, still uncertain I just looked it up and apparently Prassian one of the chemi- things my chemical thing can be made of uh, if you get exposed to it will shut down your nervous system and get, and eventually kill you by filling your lungs with fluid that's so fun. if uh, that's, that's fun. like a selling point but I'd argue what if we just adopted Nikki Webster I feel like she might need it 
Oh no, she's doing fine. I know, but I like a little bit her. of love. I say we adopt Nikki Webster. That's my official standpoint today. Mm. I like that Parathian could kill me. I okay. Nikki Webster could kill you. She Nikki Webster could kill you. me. You're right. You're right. Here is she fill your lungs with fluids? Uh, Depends what kind of fluid. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, James. Here is my. One, big dog. <laughs> here's my official stance. <laughs> Let them speak. My official stance is: I say we contact Nikki Webster. Uh huh. We reach out. We're just like we just let her know what's going on. We're like, hey, do you do you need some do you need some help? Do you, do you want some True. like? Could you use this? Yeah. And yeah. if she's interested, then we adopt Nikki Webster. Otherwise, uh, Nikki otherwise. Webster contact. It just might be. Otherwise, tagent. mine is the chemical warfare agent. It so. might be of a tactical advantage to us to have some Parathian around. That's true. In case our flock of you know Nikki's Nikki's <laughs> that we've adopted. Uh, you That's know. part of the reason I'm concerned. We yeah. have so many Nikki's already. <laughs> we have so many Nikki's. We're gonna take them out. Grace, wow. Where Nikki- do you stand on this? <laughs> That's not what I meant, guys. Um, <laughs> guys, do do yourselves and everyone a favor and go to Nikki Webster's. Uh, website. It looks like a nine-year-old made it. Oh man, does it still have that like early two thousands flair? Yeah, man. Nikki Webster's website. Yeah, nikkiwebster.com.au. Oh, okay. It is. It is a trash fire of a website. Wow. Oh. Oh yeah. I mean that's. It's sort of very uh, bare bones If I'm looking at the right one Okay, so the one I went You might have just gone to the home page Go to the bio Wait Oh, I'm on the wrong page There's a Nikki Webster dance school And then you have to scroll down a bit And it gets to Nikki Yeah, I think I found the right one Yeah, I think we were all looking at Nikki Webster's dance school page Dance Nikki Webster.com today. No, Nikki Webster.com.au. I'm there, but there's, there's not click, a whole... Just click on a bio, man. Just click on her Sam? bio. I don't see bio. <laughs> Everyone, this is good audio content. Yeah, yeah, this <laughs> is great. Sam Mack was in the remix? Yeah, man. I'm going to... I'm, gonna I'm looking at this. Dude, What's it giving right, me? I'm going to do you something. Yeah. I'm going to do you a favor. All right. All right. Um, Strawberry Kiss while is we live do this. on the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Grace, where do you weigh in on who we should adopt? I want the chemical that will kill me. I think so. I think that it's like good to have in our arsenal. As Lachlan said, kill off some Nikki Webster's. We uh, do have too many. And that is what said. I said. Okay. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. Oh. Yeah. It's not yeah. good. It's like instead the her bio just comes up over the picture the, of Yeah, just the bad. HTML is just sort of all over the place. It's all over the place. It's all bad. right. Let's anyway, thanks for listening through this. Yeah, uh, just real lot. spicy content. We got some Parathian out of it. Yeah. Let's start the show. Um, Man, we're 15 minutes in. Grace. Thanks for listening. Me? Do you want to start us off? I can start us off. Hell yeah. Um. Okay. So I won't... I'll give you sort of like a an interesting intro. I'm not gonna Please tell you, do. I'm not going to tell you who this is or why he's important. Okay. But I will give you his physical description. Okay. And you can sort of... Make of that what you will. Sure, feel it out. It's like I'm a blind man. Okay. So. Yes. This this young man. This figure. Um, at age 17, weighed 45 kilos. Mm. He was described as having unusually soft fair hair, an abnormally wide mouth in which his teeth were heavily stained and on which lips were almost invisible. It's the Joker. When he had not eaten, his skin would hang so loosely that he could wrap the folds from his of skin from his abdomen around his waist. Ugh. And when full, his abdomen would distend like a huge balloon. The skin of his cheeks wrinkled and hung loosely, and when stretched out, could hold 12 eggs or apples in his mouth. 
like a fucking pelican. There is a big difference between 12 eggs and yeah, 12 apples. Yeah, right. That's a big, yeah. different-sized <laughs> things. Yeah. Yes. Apparently, his body was hot to the touch and sweated heavily, and he had such a foul body odor that it was described as to such a degree that he could not be endured within tw- uh, within a distance of 20 paces. Who is this dude? This is the... This poor, un- poor unfortunate soul. Yes, this young man is... Um, Kind of a new fun meme that the kids are doing. Oh yeah, um, and his name is. Is this uh, one of those? Is this is this one of those memes where it's actually just bullying? Yeah, right. No, this is, this <laughs> is, one of those funny gags where we no, pick on a kid. Is, this is this is a young man from 1700s. Oh, okay. oh, so he's he's good. He's well dead. Um, <laughs> it's become. It's his like, name is, um, and I cannot do a French accent, but it's Taher. 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 I think. Okay. Um, I googled the pronunciation last night. Spelt. Uh, T A double R A R E. T A double R A R E. A R E. He was a French showman and soldier in the 1700s, and as a teenager. <sighs> wow, he just fought for the country as well. Um, as a teenager, he was kicked out of home because he had such a voracious appetite, his family couldn't feed him. Damn. Apparently, by the age of 14, he could eat a quarter of an ox. Oh, um, oh my God, Grace. I know this. Yeah, I was um, go- I was gonna do this article like way back when, but I was like, this might be a bit much for me. <laughs> it's, it's it's a lot. I saw a I saw a meme with no context, and I was like, hold up, I've got to check this out. Yeah. and it was just yucky enough. I thought you would like it. Like just for context, like I chose Rat King over this. I'm pretty <laughs> okay. sure. Like, this is like <laughs> this is like first couple of episodes. I was like, even this is too far, and I gave no shits. Um, he, this guy did though executive yeah. diarrhea. Is a yeah, term that he, I haven't heard before. He died <laughs> yeah. of um, that oh. and uh, uh, tuberculosis. Jesus um, but apparently after, good his, mix. after his family kicked him out, he travelled through France uh, with a group of thieves and prostitutes before becoming an opening act for a travelling performer. In this opening act, he would eat corks, stones, live animals, and a whole basket of apples. Or eggs. It doesn't... <laughs> or eggs. Or Don't com- worry, we'll get to the eggs. Okay. They, they, we get to the eggs. Um, apparently he joined the French Revolutionary Army and um, after finding the rations unable to satif- satisfy his huge appetite, he turned to eating from like the gutters and from rubbish and stuff. Mm. Um, eventually the army obviously found out about this and they gave him four times the usual number of rations and it still wasn't enough. Oh, damn. Um, and it got to the point where he was hospitalized for malnutrition. He was he was eating so much and his body just like wasn't holding on to it. Weird. Um, so he was hospitalized due to hunger and like exhaustion. Yeah, because wasn't his whole deal that like not only was he able to eat all this food, he needed to yeah, eat all this he food. Was, he was burning through it so quickly. He had to eat it or he was Jesus. wasting away. Huh. Dude, um, he at at the hospital he ate a meal intended for 15 people yeah ha. I will I will tell you about that because I have like the list I have like a sh- brief list of some experiments they ran oh hell yeah hell um, yeah at the hospital they ran a bunch of experiments yep 15 people He. Um, this is wild too because these were experiments run by doctors on him so the the doctors asked him to do this. Yeah. Um, he ate a meal for 15 people, as you said. He ate live cats, snakes, lizards, and puppies and swallowed <gasps> eels whole. Oh, no. Jeez. So the doctors Louise. did this. The doctors were like... Yeah, they were like, hey, give him an eel. See, see what goes. fucking happens. See what fucking happens. Yeah, they were like, hey, look, we've got this thing. Will you eat it? And he said, yes, I will. And then he did. Get that man an eel. Um, I yeah. mean, it probably didn't help, to be fair, with the manu- malnutrition that none of his 
that half his food wasn't food. Most of it wasn't cooked. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was wartime. Like, like they were yeah. just using yeah. whatever was around. Yeah. Like, but like, especially if it gets to a point where you're just like eating a basket of apples yeah. and a live kitten. Like, yeah. you're not getting a. That's not a very nutritionally dense meal, I no. don't think. Yeah. So not only was he eating literally garbage, his body just like couldn't keep any of the nutrients i guess mm. um apparently yeah despite all of this he was like fairly average weight uh he, they said he was like kind of slim even apparently he had no signs of mental illness other than what uh was described as an apathetic temperament oh hmm. um i guess there's not much to be excited about when you gotta eat that much yeah 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 it's probably a pretty miserable time during the war his um Unique talents oh were God. used to <laughs> smuggle documents across enemy lines. No way. He would, and it was highly unsuccessful because he didn't speak uh, German apparently, and the uh, the the places they sent him were like German places. Right. Um. So he would eat capsules and containers with hidden documents, uh-huh. and then he would uh, retrieve them later. Of course. <laughs> in. You know, sift, interest, yeah. Sift through the chronic diarrhea. Hey. Yeah, I don't think it was hard to uh-huh. find, but it was rough. Yeah, yeah. Not a uh, fun task. Yeah. Wait, a lot of that stuff probably didn't get digested, huh? Uh huh. Like, yeah. think about it. You just shit out a cat. Yeah, apparently he just you like, shit out some bones. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Fucking <laughs> hell. Yeah, uh, but like something, like something was happening with the bones and stuff because after his death uh nobody wanted to because apparently he was pretty gross Uh uh but they did dissect him and they didn't find anything in his stomach that was un untoward yeah like apparently towards the end he he went back to the hospital he went went to the hospital and he was like hey i think i like i think the reason why i'm sick is i swallowed a fork and it's like stabbing me but they dissected him and there was no fork there jesus huh like he just had tuberculosis. That's how. Oh, he died. I do. Yeah, I did see because I sort of checked into the article, and in the um, death section, the last paragraph, one sentence is just the fork was never found. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys, I I lost myself a little bit there because I'm just in fucking awe of this. It's did we lot. hit the bit where it was like after being suspected of eating oh, a that toddler? Was getting to that. What the fuck? While he was staying at this, uh, this is later on. So yeah. first of all, he went on these missions to send messages behind enemy lines on his first mission uh it was like he was his first mission but he delivered some messages already and i think he was on his way home and he got caught and he was um where's my note uh he was uh tortured and uh like held captive Mm. and they held a mock execution for him a mock execution so that's when that's when they make you think that they're going to kill you and then they don't and then they just don't Whoa! Why? So they, so they like they. However, they were going to kill him. They psychological torture. Yeah, yeah it's, I guess it's really messed up. But That's anyway, afterwards fucked. they yeah. afterwards they sent him back to they sent him back to Jeez. his army. They were like, "You've got no information." Okay, Lemire um, roasted. Go home, yeah. idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <Got him>. <laughs> it's <laughs> wild because apparently it's not confirmed, but it's suspected that they ma- they knew what was happening, so they made him. They, like, g- gave him stuff that would give him diarrhea so he would, like, release the documents. Oh. Um, and it's not confirmed, but it's suspected that he might have done that and then swallowed the package again so they couldn't get a hold of it. 
You hate to. Um, so well, he was yeah. dedicated to his cause, apparently. Um, and then afterwards, obviously, he came back and he was traumatized and he went back to the hospital. And he was like, I will do anything if you cure me. He's like, anything you give me, I will try. Yeah. These doctors, apparently, uh, they gave him uh, he, they gave him a new diet uh-huh. that consisted of laudanum, tobacco pills, wine vinegar, and soft-boiled eggs. Uh, which clearly and obviously wasn't enough. And he would sneak into the hospital. He would sneak out of the hospital at night and he would rummage in the garbage bins of uh, butchers, like the offal and yeah. stuff. So, Hey, fun fact. Uh, laudanum is just 10% opium. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really, Good stuff. They Good really stuff went hard for on this you. guy. Um, apparently he was caught attempting to drink the blood of patients undergoing bloodletting. Why? Um, he's hungry. <laughs> okay, I guess. <laughs> Can't blame the man. And yeah. he several times was a, he was caught um, eating the bodies of uh, people in the mortuary. Oh. Um, several times. Yeah. After that, it... That's a lot to happen. Yeah. It wasn't until he was suspected of eating a 17th month old child that Ooh. they chased him out of the hospital. Yeah. yeah. I would I would kick people out of my house if yeah. I thought they'd eat any kid in there too. Um, apparently <laughs> probably, his... Apparently probably a good time to snip it. Yeah. Apparently his doctor, who was called Tessia, um, was just like, would cover for him. He'd like do something really messed up and he'd be like, oh, but I have to study him. I'm trying to help him. He's a, he's a desperate case. And he'd like... he covered yeah. for him to keep him in the hospital as long yeah, as possible. What toddler? I've never seen any toddler. I don't but know it, what you yeah, mean. But it got to the point where he was I like, I can't cover for you for this. Yeah. This is so much. And yeah, so he probably disappeared. Nah, you guys don't get it. He just needed to smuggle the toddler across <laughs> enemy lines. It's very simple. It was, Fuck. Yeah, it was wild. Like they, It's not confirmed, but they were like, okay, so where's this child gone and who's this one person that's well known for um, not Eating being afraid things. to eat human Yeah. Body. I'd love if the doctor did try to cover for him, though. It was just like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, officers. In my medical opinion, infants don't even exist. <laughs> yeah, Do you know that humans actually reproduce asexually? <laughs> um, but yeah, he disappeared for a few years. No one really knows what happened to him, but he showed back up at the hospital um, like three or four years later, and he was very ill. He was sick. Um, he thought that he was sick because he'd eaten a fork, uh, but he just had tuberculosis, and he passed away from that illness. Um, after a long and what sounds like... Why'd he eat ex- the fork? I don't Do I- know. <laughs> I don't know. It says uh, he told... He yeah, told that's the weird thing that he ate. Yeah, he well, swallowed a fork. golden fork two years earlier, which he believed was lodged inside him and caused his current weakness. Golden fork? Golden fork. But Rich see, taste. My thing is that, like, this was after he'd left the hospital for, yeah. like, the final time. Uh-huh. He swallowed this fork, right? Yeah. This is, like... So many years after he was being made to eat anything. Yeah, yeah. And he's still just fucking <laughs> out there eating forks it's like an absolute madman. Well, you just don't understand. See, he was eating something normal but didn't chew enough. And so he ate a knife yeah. and fork to try and like break <laughs> it down. Old lady. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, um, so at his autopsy, his gullet was found to be abnormally wide. And when his jaws were opened, surgeons could see down a broad canal into the stomach. Oh. Oh. Yeah. And this, okay, That's look, this gets a little yucky. Right. Um, his body, now it gets yucky? It yeah. gets, his body was found to be filled with pus. His liver and gallbladder were abnormally large, and his stomach was enormous and covered in ulcers that filled most of his abdominal cavity. Oh, it would be, wouldn't it? So, <laughs> makes sense. I, I expect He must that, have yeah. been, not only would he have been exceptionally hungry for his entire life, that must have been so painful. So he was just. He was just really out there eating anything at ever. Oh. 
Yeah, no, dude was like rotten. Packed like, with pus. He was nasty. He's I... like fucking Oogie Boogie from oh. Nightmare oh. Before Christmas, except it's pus instead of bugs. Well, cause, well my my grandmother Why once, are you doing this to me, man? <laughs> my grandmother once was telling me she got yeah. a um she I don't know what happened, but she like injured her finger somehow and she got like a she she like managed to get like the t- fingertip kind of went like a little bit gangrenous. Um yeah. And like, because it kind of makes me think of the of the smell thing, because it, that smell from just her fingertip was so bad that she spent like twenty minutes looking around her office to be like, where the something's fucking died in here. <laughs> oh, no. And then and then like she like scratches her face oh, and is no. like, <gasps> and fucking faints. Yeah. So I'm just saying, if this dude was described his whole life for smelling that bad, and that's what his insides look like, I'm not fucking surprised. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm shocked by some of the descriptions where they talk about um. I'm not sure I read it out, but I, they described. I actually feel ill. They described him <laughs> oh, as no. having um, the smell would get worse after he'd eaten. A I'm, just visible, get, I'm just gonna get some water. Yeah, go visible, for it, man. A visible vapor would rise from his body. Visible vapor. <laughs> a visible this, vapor. Okay, this is this is the 1700s, Thick. but apparently, yes, the smell would become noticeably worse after he'd eaten. A visible vapor would rise from his body, and he would become lethargic. Uh, during which time, he would belch noisily, and his jaws would make swallowing motions. Like a fucking Hanna Barbera cartoon. Yeah, he's got stink lines. Oh my god! It's, and then he like goes into like weird. Snake digestion mode where he's yeah. just like sitting there, like <laughs> unhinges jaw and just like fucking 12 I, eggs, just like curled up and like, yeah. like massaging his throat <laughs> so his was, fucking mouth slides down. The, I cannot even begin to tell you how but, weird this like rabbit hole was because this started from a meme that just said, When you're a 17th century infant in a French hospital, and I was like, Whoa, hold up. <laughs> That's awfully specific. And I went Googling it. I had to like, because I didn't have his name or anything, I had to search through like a bunch of French infant stuff. <laughs> and I was like, oh boy. <laughs> and then you stumble like Russell and oh, it's like. boy. Yeah. Jesus. Thank so is you. that him? Is that it? That's it. That's the guy. Um, Thank you, Grace, for that's that. That's the context for any um, Terrain memes that you might find popping up. I'm glad that I have the full context now. Yes. That's I very funny. Um, go forth and uh, make the most educated memes you can. Oh, I will. Um, can I do mine? Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you're judging. Well, I don't think we mentioned you're judging this episode. I am judging this episode. And I tell you what. What's up? We're going to take a little break. Oh, okay. While I go to the bathroom. Oh, and yeah. Potentially vomit. Are you I'm not a well so man? Sorry. I'm right. not a well man. So we'll sorry. take a little break. A break. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. I'm better now. So, thanks for holding with us, ladies and gentlemen, while we experienced technical difficulties. Uh, Grace, thank you so much for that. It made me feel so good in my tum. <laughs> Curtis now, loved that one. I'm Curtis. so sorry for the crimes I've committed. <laughs> no, uh, I loved it, and so did Zane's toilet bowl. Now, uh, Lachlan. Yes. Would you like to talk? Oh, I thought I was doing mine. Yeah. You're going to do yours? You set up James. No, it's, it's I... I'm a little delirious. I That's thought fine. you'd already gone. Please. You ah, did. He has not. And you did establish immediately. Like, just a second ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, just a second ago. I was like, I'll go. And then it's like, cool, we'll take a short break. So, Lachlan. <laughs> it's anyway, like, oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> there, are, there are better ways to say no. Don't go, James. Uh, no, we took fun. a break so I could vomit. <laughs> we were on a break. Fuck we you and your article, James. Oh, yeah. Jesus. I'm just going to some water. All right. My article is a bit of a story. A story that begins, uh, 
Not so well. So my, my story begins with a... <laughs> Make it a vomit game. Yeah. <laughs> this is a grossest thing I've ever... No. So, there's a US senator called Rick Santorum, right? Rick Santorum, he's a Republican. Uh, this story starts in 2003. Oh my God, please tell me this is what I think it is. It is, probably. Zane's, yes. Zane's laughing. Zane's laughing. Zane know? knows what it is. This has been... So, I, like, I have been waiting for someone else to know about this yeah. so that I can talk about it for so long. Jesus Christ, what happened? Okay, so here's what happened. Here's what happened. Rick Santorum, he was 2003, and he does this interview, right? Uh-huh. He's pretty vocal about his opinions on uh, homosexuality. Um, oh, so he's a cunt. And he's a bit of a, a dick. Yeah. Uh, he does this interview where he just kind of goes all over it and sort of ends up, like, comparing homosexuality to, like, incest, bestiality, that kind of stuff. Ah, so just a real stand-up Just dude. a real fucking asshole, right? Um... April 25th, 2003, uh, in a New York Times op-ed, um, Dan Savage, this guy Dan Savage, uh-huh. um, yeah, he has an, a column, uh, LGDP, uh, sorry, LGBT column mm. um, in the New York Times, and he sort of responds to Santorum's comments, arguing that remarks amounted to an advert Republican appeal to homophobic voters, right? Uh-huh. A reader of Savage's column... Uh, subsequently suggested a contest to create a new definition for the word Santorum. Um, Savage is like, oh, well, yeah, we could do that. That's fun. We've got to get my listeners involved, uh, my readers involved, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. This is the guy who coined the term pegging, right? Huh. So he's like, I've coined terms before. Let's do this. Why not? It's um, so perfectly in his wheelhouse. Yeah, exactly. Some- somehow I never thought of pegging as a word that needed a creation. It's just always been there for me. Yeah. <laughs> So this article, whenever, whenever, you're down, whenever you're down and you're like, man, Pegging's there for you. When I find myself in me. times of trouble. trouble. Pegging uh, is my rock. <laughs> Hard. <laughs> oh, fuck. No. I'm going to fall again. Don't make again. To be clear, I'm very down with Pegging. Yeah. Um, I'm very down with, don't, I don't king shame here. Just you making that noise <laughs> that, that face was so graphic for me. <laughs> That I never want to see it again. This I'm not artic- looking at you. The name of this article is the campaign for the neologism Santorum, right? Neologism being a word that comes into the common vernacular, okay. uh, sort of as a slang term. So, it's 2003. Um, Savage agrees, writing on May 15th, there's no better way to memorialize the Santorum scandal than by attaching his name to a sex act that would make his big white teeth fall out of his big empty head. <laughs> He said on May 29th that he had received 3,000 suggestions and posted several nominees for readers to choose from. On June 12th, he announced the winner as... That frothy mixture of lube and fecal matter that is sometimes the byproduct of anal sex. Yeah, good. Oh my god. Savage set up a website, spreadingsantorum.com, to spread awareness of the term. (laughs) The site features the definition over a brown splattered stain on an otherwise white page. Nice. Nice. Savage also set up another website, santorum.com, that displays the same context. The uh, Philadelphia Inquirer reported in July 2006 that the site appeared at the top of a Google search for Santorum's name. Yes. Yes. So if you look up uh, Santorum, it's it's one of the I googled it now like in 2019 and it's still like in that top page. You get like the you know 
Wikipedia information for the guy himself, and then literally it's Santorum.com or SpreadingCentorum.com. I mean, uh, it is giving campaign for the neologism of Centorum before it's giving Rick Centorum. To be fair, yeah, because I'm getting I'm getting the Wikipedia article on this thing. Yeah, Rick Centorum's Wikipedia. Yeah, and then uh, Dan Savage's webpage. Good. When asked whether he was concerned about the effect on Centorum's children. Savage responded that gays and lesbians also have children who are required to listen to comparisons of gay relationships to incest and bestiality. Fuck yes. Yep. Testify, motherfucker. He also said, the only people who come at me wringing their hands about Centaurum's children are the idiot lefties who don't get how serious the right is about destroying us. Savage offered in May 2010 to remove the site if... Santorum donated $5 million to Freedom to Marry, an advocacy group for same-sex marriage. Um, He almost, like, revived the campaign uh, in a July 2011 video on Funny or Die. He proposed redefining Santorum's first name as well if Santorum did not stop criticising homosexuality. Um, The reception and political impact of this move, uh, it's funny because, like, the American Dialect Society chose Santorum as the winner in its most outrageous category in the society's 2004 Word of the Year event, as a result of which several newspapers reportedly omitted that category from their coverage of the announcement. So there are Cowards. lots of publications now who won't use Rick Santorum's name because his last name is more well-known as a definition for uh, this fucking mix of lube and cum. Um, Google Current reported in 2006 Lube and shit, isn't it? Lube and... Fecal yeah, matter. lube and fecal matter F- Shit, you got, right. you got to assume there's some so, cum in there too though. Oh yeah, of course Like you got to Uh-huh If you're doing your job properly <laughs> uh, It's inspired punk rock and blues songs Fuck yeah, it has um, It's been, you know, widely discussed in the media um, But the word itself did not gain wide acceptance According to the new Partridge Dictionary of Slang and Unconventional English in 2006 The 2007 update of this work um, does not contain an entry for Santorum. So no. it didn't make it into the 2007 edition of our slang But when terms. I search it on the... I, I, but it's still around. When I search define Santorum, that's comes true. up. That's true. It's not common yeah. enough to go in the dictionary, but you try to define the word and it's there. Yeah. Um, Santorum's reaction. Santorum discussed the issue in a February 2011 interview with Roll Call. It's one guy, he says. You know who it is. The internet allows for this type of vulgarity to circulate. It's unfortunate that we have someone who obviously has some issues, but he has an opportunity to speak. After announcing he might stand for the 2012 presidential nomination, uh, he told the Daily Caller in April 2011 that he had not hired anyone to help move Savage's website lower in search results, but hopes his pot who but hoped his possible run for president would shift his own site to the top organically. It did not. It did not. Uh yeah, and so... Oh, yeah, that's right. So Santorum did request for intervention by Google. He was asked in June 2011 whether Google should step in to prevent the definition appearing so prominently under search for, for a name. He said that they should only intervene if they would do so normally in this kind of circumstance. And uh, they didn't, I don't think. I'm on uh, Rick Santorum's uh, uh, Twitter right now. Um, yeah. And he's still kind of doing his nasty thing. Mm. And uh, I have the Shinigami Eyes uh, extension on my <laughs> laptop that yep. highlights in red any uh, transphobic links. Yeah. They're all red. They're all yeah. red. They're all red. Yeah, they will uh, be. His, his name and all of the uh, uh, recommended people to follow if you follow his Twitter, mm. all red. Just all red. Uh, so that's... Jesus. Yeah, he's <laughs> still, he still clearly hasn't learnt his lesson. No. No, I was... 
<laughs> well, I'm not surprised, am I? It's not like we were like homophobic. <laughs> yeah. He's cool with he's cool with trans people. Look, I thought, <laughs> I thought he'd at least like yeah. quieten down. No, be bit, no, 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 no be who you want to be, but don't fuck. Oh, you can only fuck someone of the opposite sex. Well, you can only, fu- <laughs> yeah. you can only fuck who I want you to. Right? Yeah. But you can be it. whoever you want to be. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think we ever expected that this campaign would make him go, oh. Actually, yeah, fair enough. You know, I have to reconsider my views. Um, but <laughs> you know what, guys? I am the frothy mixture of <laughs> yeah, calm you're right. shit Hello. and lube. Um, yes. So that's that's Santorum, which is of course the frothy mixture of lube and fecal matter. Yeah. After anal sex. Uh, word of the podcast. Official word of the podcast. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. That Official is, word of the podcast. Well, no, not even just that. That is the definition. Like, oh yeah, but it's our favourite word. Oh, it is because our it just is a word. word. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. when you guys get merch, can you like get me like a bandana or something with that on it? Sure. Hey Zane, can we get a T-shirt that says Santorum, then defined underneath the frothy mixture of lube, cum, and shit um, that sometimes happens due okay. to anal sex? Zane's giving me the thumbs up. It's happening. I'm just gonna throw out there. Dan Savage probably has merch like that already. Yeah. Oh shit! Can someone? Alright, are we think... gonna get sued by Dan Savage? Probably. Let's see if there's Santorum merch. Yeah, yeah. If the even if there isn't, it's probably not our. Uh, yeah, I don't think we get to just. Claim we don't it. have the IP just because we no, talked about it. Listen, if we're just putting shirts out there that define it, is that That's us true. claiming the idea as our else? Also, it's Wind a word. Mill. Can you? Yeah. Can you have IP over a word like that? I think you can if you came it. up with the word. It's I a neoglism, so. But then again, but then again, it was crowdsourced. Then it does become English. That is the point. Yeah, it was mm. also crowdsourced. Grace is right. That's it's also true. A guy's name, I guess. Look, we'll look into the de- the legalities of it. But um, until further notice, penciled in, we're getting a new shirt. It's, it's, it's on the, it's on <laughs> the list. belongs to the people. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Wonderful. Uh. Is that all you got, James? Yes. Gorge. Lachlan. Curtis Lang Ooh. I present you with The finest myrrh The merchants of the Silk Road no, Could you, purchase it, it is unfortunately not so pleasant uh. No See Curtis and okay. Break it down for me Curtis You're in prison And you see Boom You were supposed to start rapping. Have you Sorry I'm done very well. <laughs> now, <laughs> I got such a fucking look just then. <laughs> okay, so you're in prison, right? Uh, I'm in prison. You've been arrested for a fairly serious crime. Okay. And you've been. and What's the crime? Have I murdered? Or have I just purged? Yes. Oh, you've purging murdered. Is, le- is legal in the context of purging. You've murdered. I've Let's murdered. Say you've okay. Murdered. Who did right. I murder? You've murdered uh, Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Oh, wow. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go with this. Curtis Lang, you and one other person have been locked in a row, have been locked in two separate rooms. Each of you charged with murdering together Archduke together with co-conspiring to Murder. assassinate the Archduke Franz Ferdinand and okay. thereby begin World War One. <laughs> okay. Yep. Cool. Now, because yeah, that was the goal. <laughs> that was you wanted to. You're you, a time traveler. Anyway. Yeah. You have two options. Okay. You are presented with two options. Is now, it guilty and not guilty? No. Ah, were that simple. So there are so there are a few a few conditions imposed on you in your current situation. Okay. Uh, first of all, you cannot communicate with the other person. No method of communication. 
So this com- is general. Uh, anyone in this situation is not allowed to communicate with the other person. Yeah, the, anyone that is separate cannot communicate. Okay. Um, t- I believe typically it's it's only one person. Yeah. Um, you have no loyalty to the other person, not inherently. Uh, no no loyalty born beyond anything, <gasps> uh, born out of anything beyond your own just like general altruism. Mm-hmm. Um, and you will have no opportunity for any punishment or any reward beyond the scope of this decision. Now, you're presented with two options. You can either cooperate with the police. Now, if you cooperate with the police, um, then that is essentially you saying, yes, I was here, I did it. Mm. You're confessing to the crime. Or you can choose to stay silent. Mm Mm-hmm. If you, but you've got to remember the other person is being presented with these same options. So, can I throw that other person under the bus? Yes. Hmm. Welcome, Curtis, to the prisoner's dilemma. Right. In the prisoner's dilemma, the outcomes are as such: uh-huh. if both prisoners choose to stay silent, then they both serve a standard sentence. Oh, sorry. Right. If both cho- if both prisoners choose to cooperate, rather, yeah, then they both serve a standard sentence. If say one year, yeah. right? Obviously, you'd serve more for killing Archie friends for Yeah, but, but let's hypothetically say let's say one you year. serve the you both cooperate, like you serve a year. Yeah. If you cooperate and they betray you, then you go to jail for three years and they walk free. Okay. If you both choose to turn each other in, you both serve two years. What do you do? You both. So I d- and do I just inherently know that? You ha- yes. The only thing you know is that you can cooperate. Yeah. With the police, or stay silent. Sorry, hold on one second. Yeah, no, I think it's. You I'm, can- I'm confused. The 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 nomenclature is confusing. Give me one moment. Yeah. You either cooperate or you... Sorry. How are you, James? Uh, I'm all right. Yeah? Yeah. Thinking about... Um, this one's a bit of messy app. Eh, it's That's fine. Um, no, I mean like in the sense of like gross stuff. We talked about yeah. like gross, messy stuff. A lot of gross stuff. stuff. And I vomed. And you okay, vomed. Back. You're back. So apologies. You can choose to cooperate with each other mm. in that you stay silent and don't turn them in uh-huh. or choose to betray them and turn them in. So they are my two options. Yes. So you can uh, you stay silent or you turn them in. Okay. Now remember, if you stay silent and they turn you in, you serve... Three years, they walk free. You serve extra. If um, you... Vice versa. If you both stay silent, then you both serve one year. If you both betray each other, you serve two. Okay. And so the... <laughs> there is a correct answer. What is your best option? What is my best option? What is your best option? Okay. So you said that I have no loyalty to this person. Not necessarily. So I've just randomly met this person and been like, you, me, we're going to kill the Archduke Franz Ferdinand. That is the extent of your relationship. Okay, fair enough. Um, okay. I have got to believe 
There's just like if 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 I'm not if I've got no loyalty to them and no relation no specific relationship with them, there's no way they're there's no way they're keeping silent. And they're gonna turn me in. So if I turn them in as well, I get two years as opposed to getting three. Do you need a second prisoner in this? Uh no, I realise it doesn't really matter because you make the choice before you find out the outcome. Okay. Mm, yeah. That's so right, I would I, I would case. turn them in. You would turn them in? Yeah. That so is that is the correct choice. Yeah. In, so basically, the prisoner's dilemma is, and it's it's applied in a lot of contexts, but it's essentially any circumstance where you can choose to cooperate or choose to work against each other. Yeah. Um, and basically, what happens is when you do when you play a single game of the prisoner's dilemma, mm. you find what is called the Nash equilibrium. It's like essentially the um, Oh, I just had it. Uh, the Nash Equilibrium is a stable state involving an interaction of different participants in which no participant can gain by a unilateral change of strategy if mm. the others remain unchanged. So basically, it's that you will reach equilibrium. You will have this the best possible outcome in the circumstance for both of you mm. if you um, both defect based on like the risks involved. Okay. And so it's been designed that way so that people will more readily confessed is that the idea yeah the dilemma is uh, wikipedia puts it into into very simple words the dilemma then is that mutual cooperate cooperation yields a better outcome than mutual defection but it is not the rational outcome because the choice to cooperate from a self-interested perspective is irrational yeah. so the idea is that you have to based on the circumstances you're presented predict your opponent's behavior yeah. and the interesting thing in this is and i'll talk about this in a little bit but it creates it it makes it a really interesting model to kind of um imagine disputes because it gives you a, it gives you like a system wherein you can kind of predict the behavior of others yeah but also the, the, then there's the then there's the old like it's a win-win it's kind of not a win-win situation but like uh the best case scenario is that they stay silent and you get to walk free and the, the worst case scenario is that you get a reduced sentence yeah yeah so it's like it's it's at the end of the day, it would be better for the two of you to cooperate. Yeah. But the fact is, if you defect, then those outcomes are better than the outcomes you'd get if you Stay cooperate. Silent. Because because mm. if you cooperate, you're two possible... And, and let's, read, let's remember to define cooperation as you're Sorry, cooperating with... With the co-conspirator. Yeah. Yes. The two prisoners are cooperating or betraying each other. Yeah. Um, so if you cooperate with your co-conspirator, mm. then you either serve one year or serve three years if you defect if you betray them then you either go free or serve two yeah so ultimately the outcome makes more sense despite losing out on the worst one yeah on the best one rather but then it gets weird oh because uh-huh. what happens if you're then asked to play again oh because oh. you know how it goes you know what they did the first time they def- say they defected right yeah, what do you do the so, second game? So in the first in the first round, of, in the first instance of mm-hmm. this situation, mm. both both prisoners were like they turned each other in. They both went to Let's prison say. for two years. Let's yeah. say. Let's, right, so then they come say, out. They try to kill Fernsey again. Yeah, um, and this time they do Franz Ferdinand the musician. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and this time they succeed. Yeah, um, well they succeeded the first one, um, and then. No, that was different people. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
So the next time you get you get put back in the room. Oh, so I didn't even kill Fred Ferdinand? No, you fucked it up. <laughs> That's why yeah. you only got three years. Yeah, it, was, it was one of the attempts. Okay. Yeah. Right. So if you came in the second Anything time. Anything for Serbia, baby. If you came in the second time and you knew that they'd betrayed you the last time, what do you do now? Ooh. Um, you betray them again. Okay. Okay. Because you're still, like, they betrayed you the last time. If you still stay, start, stay, stay silent, if they betray you again and you stay silent, you get three years. The interesting thing with the iterated prisoner's dilemma, as this is called, a prisoner's dilemma wherein the participants have go again. before. Yeah. Is that as soon as you start betraying in this, you're wrong. Oh. You're actually fucking up. Um, the gist of it is that it's... If I ever go to prison, they got yeah. another fucking thing coming. I'm so prepared. <laughs> I'm so ready to just, like, go to prison yeah. with, like, a conspirator, and I'm yeah. like, mm. I'm going to play the game. Ride yep. or die, baby. It... So, He's back. So there's, back. A, so there's a couple of strategies that... Um, Okay. Yeah. So more or less, this falls under what is called kind of the game theory. Um, and it was really explored by a man named Robert Axelrod, who wrote uh. a whole book on this and ended up mm. putting together these like iterative prisoner's dilemma competitions to see what would be the best strategy. Uh. The way they would assess that is basically the higher your score at the end, the worse your result. Right. Um, or vice versa. Basically, it was like there was a score thing that you gain or lose more points depending on how bad your outcome is. Uh-huh. Um, and the person with the best score was kind of judged to have the best strategy. The, the thing is that in, when, when, you, when you're talking about game theory, when they're talking about the, the term strategy, yes. they literally mean a comprehensive system to decide all, our, all decisions in all circumstances. Right. Yeah. Um, we're not talking about, because there's another term called strategic rationality, mm. which is basically where you are assumed to be rationally thinking and assuming to be working somewhat strategically. Right. Whereas a strategy is coming in with a plan. Yeah. Right. So... The things that they discovered was, with the iterative prisoner's dilemma, um, you actually do worse the the less altruistic you are, and vice versa, better the kinder you are. Um, the best strategy is to cooperate on the first iteration and then do whatever your opponent did on the previous move. Is a it's called tit for tat. That was that was found to be the winning strategy, hmm. and it's. It's yeah. It's literally that simple. It's just you cooperate the first time, and then you do whatever they did last time. Huh. So if so, in the first round, I turned them in. I mm-hmm. betrayed, and that was the right short. And so answer. did they. Yes? No, no. On the first turn, you cooperate because long term cooperation no, hang on, is hang on, hang on. better. When you say cooperate, what do you mean? With each other. As in one year, one year each. As in, yeah, you both work. You both stay silent, and you both get the. Min- no, 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 no. We this said I betrayed them on the first round. No, but this is if yeah. you know that it's going to be two. No, I'm saying oh, this okay. is the best strategy, yeah. not your yeah, yeah. strategy. No. Fuck Curtis, your strategy. You said I did the right thing. Yeah, Curtis's strategy was you, good short term. Yeah, yeah. You did okay. long term. You did the you right thing. Cooperated so that you could move forward. Exactly. You did the right thing in the single prisoner's dilemma, but then it gets difficult because so. Essentially, the theory is that if you don't, that if you defect mm-hmm. the first one, 
Um, because it's a because it's a cumulative score. Because remember, you're trying to get the best outcome over yep. the whole thing. The best outcome over the whole thing is to stick to cooperation because cooperation either gets you free or, I mean, three years, but you get free is the option. Mm. Basically, the idea is that you have a higher chance of getting the best outcome, which is what you want in a long-term game. Yeah. Because it's a cumulative score. I Um, I thought you went free if you betrayed them. That was the option. If you, you do, it. you do. So if you cooperate, you don't. You can't go. You free. can't go free. Right. Wait. Yeah. yeah. If you cooperate, you can't go free. Yeah. Sorry. If you cooperate, you. you can't go free. You get sorry one or three years. One or three. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. The idea is that I don't actually know why that's better, but <laughs> they found out that it was. They did the maths. More of an introductory they topic here today. More of an introductory lecture. You well, need to do further reading going forward. Yeah, we'll, we'll come back and pick this up. Well, because that's, that's the thing. That's the interesting thing is because you can't really speculate about these kinds of things very yeah. well. That's why they had to have like these whole massive competitions where people were playing like yeah. dozens and dozens of games to try and work out right. what right. the best right. strategy would be. Mm. Because like people had come up with theories. People came into this thing with theories. Like it was. Um, who was it? It was the tit for tat came from. Also, it's called the prisoner's dilemma, not the prisoner's answer. So, it's like, true. you're supposed to think about it, and you're not really supposed to know what's going on. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's yeah I mean, the, there's no like right, right. It's answer. on the yeah. tin. It was um tit for tat was was created by a man named Anatole Rappaport, um, which was the simplest. The simplest strategy right. entered and the winning strategy. Okay. A slightly better strategy uh, was found to be um, if you tit for tat with occasional forgiveness, which is essentially that if the other person ends up betraying you, uh-huh. you have a, according to this, one to five, around a one to five percent chance of still cooperating the next time. Yeah. In the hopes that you're essentially in the hopes that your second act of cooperation will show your good intent. Fair enough. And again, because the idea, the idea, the other thing is, you have to remember that the other person also knows what you've done. So if they've yeah. seen you cooperate over and over and over again, they're more likely or to cooperate. Yeah. If they see you tit for tatting over and over again, there'll be a different reaction. Yeah. They get to work out your strategy. Okay. Fair enough. Oh, it's a mic. Um, so um, the top scoring strategies had four general qualities. They were nice. Essentially, don't defect before you don't betray before your before your opponent does. Yep. Um, but you can still retaliate. Um, essentially, he found that um, it was actually worse to never retaliate, even uh, to never betray, even when you were being betrayed constantly. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then you're just taking a fucked up option exactly. every single time. Yeah. You never. Um, and they're going free every time. Exactly. Exactly. So, like, so you're just screwing yourself. Eventually, you have to change. Okay. Um, it's like rock paper scissors. But on the on the flip side, you should be forgiving. The idea is that you are more encouraging them to, um, you're, rather than running the risk of just constantly getting revenge on each other, mm. you then encourage them to be like, "Look, it's essentially a sign of being like, I am willing to work with you if you're willing to work with me." Fair enough. And the final thing is, you have to be non-envious. So it's basically the one of the biggest issues that they found was trying to score higher than your opponent. Okay. You shouldn't be trying to score higher with your opponent. You should be trying to get the best outcome with your opponent. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um. But it's yeah, it's 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 basically that. There's a few different variations of the game. Um, it's used in a bunch of in a bunch of places. It's used to like 
determine how animals behave when you like okay. factor oh, in like cool. natural selection. And yeah. okay. it's a good way to, um, to, to predict, uh, to model things like the Cold War, for instance, when mm. you had, uh, again, a fairly binary option, yeah. arm or disarm. Yeah. If yeah. you continue to, uh, if you both continue to arm, then it makes warfare impractical yeah. and not, well, because it's like at a certain point, you're just destroying each other yeah. Yeah. and you get to mutually assured destruction, which yeah. they did. But if you disarm, then they can destroy you. Yeah. Uh, obviously, at the end of the day, it would be better for everyone to disarm and no one to go to war. But no if one, someone else is arming, you have to side, keep arming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the prisoners. That's dilemma. interesting. Yeah, on the because on the flip side, like they're at a point now where, like, yeah, if they if they launched, everything would be fucked. Everything would be fucked. Like, mm. so it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, mutually assured destruction. Very, very interesting. I love to play chess with you sometime, Lachlan. Now, don't, <laughs> don't. I I'm not kidding. I played chess with them once and I cried. What happened? We were in Townsville. We were at one of those, like, it's kind of like Netherworld, I guess. Mm. Um, and just like a, a I, I wasn't drunk. Arcade. I had one cider. Yeah. And we played chess and I cried. Chess is a stressful game. Unrelated. She ran into a pole. It, it was, was, yeah, was completely Look, unrelated to the, it wasn't to the game. Lo- it wasn't a lot of crying, but there were, there were some tears and it was embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> What did you do? I <laughs> nothing. Don't know. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. It was just so stressful, and I don't know how to play. It had gotten, got gotten to the point in the game where like nothing I could do would stop me losing, and I was like, "Oh, you've won." Chess is a, it's it's an inherently kind of thing where it's like um, if you and if you fail, you feel so stupid. Well, it oh was like, yeah. It got to the point where like there was nothing I could do that would make me not lose. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so the game's done, right? Like you've won. There's nothing I can do. And Locke was like, no, you play it out to the end. And I was like, but I've already lost. Because at a certain point, you like can't really predict that you're not going to win chess. Yeah, There's yeah. like so many variables. Anyone yes. could take it. It's anyone's anyone game. Take it. Yeah, Look. it's anyone game when you're playing against someone who's played one game of chess. <laughs> <laughs> and they're saying, oh, you've won. There's nothing else I can do. And someone's sitting there going, play the game. Game. Stop! He's already dead. <laughs> Finish the shadow no. duel. No. Um, I would. I would send just grace's soul to the shadow realm. I would just quickly like to leave you guys with Please. something to consider. Uh-huh. A variation of the prisoner's dilemma okay. entitled the iterated snowdrift. You have thirty uh-huh. seconds. Basically, you and another driver are on the opposite sides of a large snowdrift. You have the choice to get out of the car or uh-huh. wait and let the other person clear the road. Now, if you clear the road, the road is clear, but. You had to do it. Wait, that's it? You had to put in the effort and that's like the yeah, consequence? Yeah. yeah. So I'll just clear the road. Just think nice. about it. Just think about it. But like from like a maximization I, I would thing. not clear the road. You wouldn't clear the road? No. You cock. What if the other guy doesn't clear the road? Then we die. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening to Unfinished Articles <laughs> today, ladies and gentlemen. We've got to gentlemen. do a winner. Who's uh, a winner? We do have to do a winner. I oh, you, have you the um, conch. You do have the conch. Oh. Ooh. Oh, whoa. Ooh, that a mystery. Spooky. This is not uh, what I thought it was going to be. Do an overview? Again. Uh, yes, please do an overview to the music. Oh, Grace, you started this off. Oh, me? I had the yucky eating boy. Oh, to yeah. Add. The one that made you vomit. Oh, I, I, just want... <laughs> I forgot that it literally I made Curtis you. vomit. I, didn't I do want to remind you that I didn't it did. I didn't want to bring it up. I'm really Thank sorry. I need a beverage. <laughs> uh, I did. Alcohol will settle my stomach. Yeah. I did uh, Santorum. And its definition as a um, oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and Lachlan you did uh, the prisoner's dilemma. dilemma. Ooh. Thinking music, yeah, this is 
Now, Curtis, if you pick the one that I don't pick, then I will kill you. One of us always tells the truth, and one of us always lies. Okay, I am going to have to go with... It's kind of a variant of the prisoner's dilemma, in a sense. It's true. Um, That's true, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go with... Chris, I can't go for yours. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't talk about it. Curtis, Curtis, as an argument, it was so good, it affected you yeah. on a very deep level. It did have a physical effect like, on you. That's true. A physiological okay, effect. Yeah, no, it made me vomit. However, mine no, was... No, Chris wins. Sorry, Chief. Mine was a frothy mixture of lube and has fecal any, matter that is sometimes the byproduct of anal sex, That's nothing though. new to Curtis. That's though. nothing new. Yeah, that's <laughs> All right. You think my first peg in rodeo, Chief? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, Grace wins. Yeah, it's fair. She deserves it. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. All right, but let's not recap it. Let's at not all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> James. Uh, yes. Thank you <laughs> so much. Day the, what's the day of the day? It's September tenth. Uh, but I'll do my. I'll, I'll you know. No, no, talk about the socials. Day, 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 no, talk about, about it afterwards. Talk about it afterwards. No, this is the way it runs. Oh, this is the way we did it last episode. boy. Did we decide that James would do his own little ditty to sing him? Oh yeah. In? Oh yeah. We'll he get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Wow. Oh, that's still going, isn't it? Last week. So. Thank you so much for listening. We are on all our social medias. We are on unfeatured articles on Instagram and uh, Facebook, unfeatured pod on Twitter. <laughs> but before we leave, well, it's time for today's day of the day. Day of the day. The day, day of the day. day. Today's day. Today's day of the day. And what's today's the day, day today, the James? Day. Today's day of the day. Today's day of the day. Today's day. What's the day today? The day today wow, is September 10th. Wow, it just keeps fucking going, doesn't it? <laughs> September 10th is today. Uh, it is Children's Day in Honduras. Fuck children. Move on. Fuck children. Move on. It is uh, Gibraltar. Imagine if you wore that on a shirt. Fuck kids. <laughs> Fuck kids. Move on. Fuck kids. Move on. <laughs> now no. that's some unfrigid articles, merch. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> No, 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 no. I don't no. want people to like buy that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I mean, if they will, it's no, kind of on bad, them. Bad association. That's on them. That's their problem. That's kind of on them. They, we've got their money. It's like that one time Curtis bought that shirt from um, oh, yeah. from Jackbox, which, by the way, I have to give to you. You still have my cum shirt? No, it's, no, it's cum. the shirt that says Bin Laden was right. Curtis, I wish it was cum. Yeah. It's yeah. also it's also it has a picture of a crying cloud, but the crying cloud is blue on a black shirt, and the writing is white. So from a distance, it does just look like a, a shirt that says Bin Laden, Laden was, was right. right. <laughs> I came to your house the other day, and you didn't give it to me. I forgot about it. I've been forgetting for months. Yes, literal months. Uh, it's also National TV Dinner Day. Oh well. Uh, oh. Uh, however, it's World Suicide Prevention Day. So yeah, fuck yeah. Let me give it to that. Up the top. Happy World uh, Suicide Prevention Day, everybody. And until next time, browse responsibly. I could not let it be suicide prevention. Have you ever wondered what Tina Fey has in common with Jonathan Swift? Or how Star Wars is connected to feudal Japan? Or just how pervasive Shakespeare's influence still is? I'm Rhonda. And I'm Erin. And our show Pop DNA explores the literary and historical roots of your favorite pop culture works. Like the Greek mythology and early 20th century feminism echoed in the film Wonder Woman. Or the classic dystopian fiction and real-life political revolutions that informed the Hunger Games. 
Every month, we bring you a deep dive discussion of a selected pop culture work, featuring jokes no one will think are funny, and literary references no one asked for. Find us at thepopdna.blog or anywhere you get your podcasts. By the way, Shakespeare is bigger than Disney. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.